0: Hi, Welcome back. This is Dylan Carroll, the host of Behind Closed Doors, the podcast that allows you to hear the stories and advice of successful business professionals so that you can also feel inspired to make a difference in society. We are now on episode number six. I am very enthusiastic and excited because our next guest has a wealth of knowledge in sustainability and also international business. As he's extremely busy, this episode will be shorter than usual. Can I welcome Jaime the oh boy is it awesome to be sitting with you to give some insight into his background uh, he studied at University uh, de Lima after some years uh, went on to Stanford Stanford Graduate School of Business and went to work for Diageo which is the world's largest alcohol beverages company with a market cap of 82 billion as of July 6 2019 through his extensive 15 year plus career in Diageo climbed the corporate ladder from GM approved the regional vice president, the senior vice president, managing director of Mexico, to senior vice president, managing director of Western Latin America, which include the Caribbean, Central America, and South Latin America. And in this role, managed 850 plus employees and directed one of Diageo's top markets globally. After that, he became the CEO of El Comercio for two years, which is the oldest newspaper in Peru and one of the oldest Spanish language papers in the world. It is one of the most influential uh, media outlets in Peru. Now, he is currently a vice president at Yanbal, a cosmetics company with presence in 11 countries. The company owns the entire process of process of its products from designing to manufacturing to distribution and has 5,000 plus collaborators at the corporate level. And before I run out of breath, shall we welcome in the one and only Jamie Jaime Grania. Questions? Hi Dylan, how are you? Nice, nice to spend some
1: part of this morning together. What? How's How's your day been? Oh, perfect. I just woke up very early. I went surfing. You know, I, I you walk my dog. I went to uh, pick up uh, one of my boards that has a thing. And now I'm just about to see the semif- uh, Yeah, no, not semifinals, but the third and fourth uh, uh, place on the Copa America, no? the, the game between Chile and Argentina.
0: Chile and Argentina are in playing for the, third, <laughs> for the third place and we're playing the final tomorrow so for, per, it's Peru versus uh, Brazil tomorrow Peru, right? Brazil is going to be uh, an amazing game tomorrow and that's and so you're you're a big big soccer fan oh yeah oh yeah I have traveled the world to see our team and to see you know the best the best football in the world. And and can we can we switch to over to your to your career? Have you you're, you're sitting here? We're in a, in a park actually in the uh, Jamir Flores in San Isidro in Lima. Can we talk about? Have you ever kind of reflected on, back on your your, your career and, and, and what you've accomplished so far? Have you ever kind of uh, looked into that? Oh yeah, for sure. I,
1: I am very conscious about my my career. I am very grateful about the opportunities that I have had through the companies that I have worked with. I have uh, been able to also create and you know and ent- be an, be an, an entrepreneur uh, myself uh, at different stages of my career. I am currently also an entrepreneur now, and I, I promote and uh, and give guidance to startups in Peru. So. Um, I'm, I'm, I believe that I'm blessed with uh, the opportunities that I have had, and I have taken the chances to make them happen
0: and be successful. And in terms of uh, sustainability, what, what are some of your... How are your subject uh, matter on that specific topic?
1: Well, I am very passionate about sustainability, you know, environment, and the whole concept of uh, being conscious about the, the, the big issues that our planet suffers. Um, you know, I have been a, an owner of a, a, an electric car. I drive a, a bike also. Uh, I try to, I, to ride my bike every day to work. Uh, and now currently we have like a bit of a, not a rainy, but either a very humid uh, days. And that is more challenging. But in general, I promote, uh, you know, recycling. I have done a... Uh, an important exposition of uh, of the uh, of the subject of you know trash and and the
0: need for recycling Processes in our country, and and can you talk about some of the, the biggest projects that you have worked with on a sustainability perspective uh, throughout your career? Some of the some of the ones that come to your top of the top of the yeah, mind. Yeah, of course, of course. So I would say one of the important ones we
1: we develop in several countries uh, a recycling uh, program of bottles with Diageo. Uh, uh, we actually delivered more than uh, a, thousand of a thousand tons. Thousand tons. Thousand tons of uh, recycled uh, recycling glass. Okay. Uh, in Mexico, we we did this program with uh, with uh, one of the of the leading companies of glass production, which is Owen, Illinois. Okay. Um, and it was uh, very important for us to educate.
0: Uh, the people on bringing the bottles back to to these uh, and what, centers. What is the greatest challenge with that, with with trying to promote these customers to bring the bottles back? Because because uh, in one fashion you are. Per- it's, it's consciousness. It's awareness. You know? at the end of the day, people,
1: in general, are, are aware of many things, but uh, you know, it's uh, they they know that the, the, the world and the planet has issues but they don't see themselves as part of the issue, or more importantly, part of the solution. I would say now we have more and more people, young people, but also you know, adults, who actually believe and know that they can make a difference individually. Because you can not only impact on, on your uh, behavior and your impact personally, but also you have a circle of influence that when you take action, other people get inspired and also move on towards those kind of things. So I have uh, I have teamed up with H uh, 2 Olas, which is a um, an ONG here okay. uh, that promotes uh, the cleanup and, uh, and the taking care of the oceans. Uh, we have done some cleanups in some of the beaches here. I have connected them with. The biggest production of uh, the the biggest
0: producer of uh, PET bottles for uh, soft drinks and can and rewinding. Can you see the impacts on the cleanup of the beaches? Like, is it is it something that a year, two years, three years from now you can you can vividly you know picture and see the the change, or is it? Uh, I would say that these are
1: uh, efforts that help bring awareness businesses and to the to the government because the biggest issue we have in terms of of trash and recycling is that we don't have the proper systems of recycling in Peru. there is a couple you know a handful if you want uh, uh, districts that have proper and and functioning uh, processes to pick up the garbage to segregate the garbage and to actually recycle it uh, we produce... What are, what are some of those districts? Uh, San Borja is, is uh, Surco, I would say. Surco is the, the most advanced. They have a, a, a very good program that I have visited and documented and actually made a an art exposition that was visited by 6,000 people last year in El Callao about the, pro- the problem, you know, the whole situation of trash... And uh, what are the the actual solutions that we need to to embrace? And this was promo, uh, you know, promoted for people to to get awareness, but also for the governments to take action to create these programs uh, to start recycling. We 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 you know urgently need to intervene uh,
0: to get uh, recycling programs in in more districts in and more parts of Peru. And in terms of, is there other horizontal movements from recycling that that also needs to happen in in Peru. Oh yeah, definitely you and other parts of of Latin America and and, and, in the world. I would say
1: that in general, you know, companies need to embrace the opportunity but also the the threat that there is gonna come when more and more people demand companies to be conscious and to act accordingly to the needs of the planet. So, for example, you right now go out, go to a supermarket, any supermarket, and you will walk through the aisles and you will find mostly products, you know, that are packed on plastic. Absolutely. You know, even the cans, you know, that are, you know, tin cans are wrapped on a
0: plastic bag. But is it more expensive to take that alternative of... Pro-friendly environmental packaging.
1: Currently it is, but there is obviously the opportunity for new businesses, first for the ones who do packaging to evolve towards more eco-friendly packaging and innovate to you know knock out that barrier of cost because currently, yes, mostly if you want something that it is eco-friendly, it's gonna be more expensive. But that is because, well, first plastic is uh, a miraculous uh, material. It is super cheap and you can produce it super fast. So in essence, plastic is not bad the problem is if you produce plastic by the millions a minute <laughs> and you don't have a proper recycling process and systems in place ends up in then definitely ends up in the, in the in the ocean ends up in you know the parks I and mean, in you know everywhere so i would say that companies need to embrace the opportunity and also, you know, the threat that if we don't change, we're going to continue contributing to, you know, a, we might not a have damaged
0: <laughs> ca- uh, planet. We might not be sitting in a park in, in 10 years. Uh, maybe it's m-
1: longer term, but I-, I can tell you one thing. I was in India this year. I, I-, I went for a-, for where, a- where in? What, which uh, region? I was, I was in Delhi, in okay. New Delhi. And I was also in Rajasthan, close to Pakistan. And I was in shock. By that, what? By the level of pollution, air pollution in New Delhi. Could you, could you see it? Oh, you could smell it and you could see it vividly. You know, 200 meters away, you could see buildings and you could see a fog, you know, in between you and the buildings. Uh, I, we went to a meditation retreat for, you know, like 10 days. And I could tell that more than s- around 60% of the people who went to the program got some sort of inflammation, infection. Really? Yeah. Uh, a bronchitis, a cold, cold symptoms, but without a cold, I myself got that. And I ended, I ended up uh, buying a mask. And you could buy masks in, in New Delhi everywhere. And they I- are in the corner stores. Mom and pops, pharmacies, everywhere, because a lot of
0: people, you know, have come to the conclusion that uh, it is super harmful. And what are businesses doing in that local environment to take care of the issue? Are, are you uh, seeing problem, any action? Uh, I I know that there is a,
1: a an important um, you know uh, commitment from the government there to this, to you know, reduce the, the pollution. This is mainly driven by industries, transportation, but also because of the way for people there to cook and to get some heat in their house is to burn something. Coal? Coal or, you know, wood or, uh, you know, uh, scrap uh, of papers. So it it is a very troublesome... I have made a... Uh, you know how, how, to, how to say it's like a pre, not a premonition, but it is a, a prediction. Prediction. You know, I have done a prediction that by 2037, okay. you know, in, in when I did it was 2017, so in okay. 20 years from there, now probably 17 years, we will need uh, aids of uh, oxygen in our cars and homes. In, because of the In, level. in, in Latin America. In, in, worldwide? Or I would say, say that in many, in many places, in many places, probably 30, 40% of the cities may need some sort of uh, oxygen uh, aid at I, your, at your house or at your car. You will have to,
0: you know, uh, charge your oxygen, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. To me, that is, that is breathtaking that, that, that could be in the next 20 years. Oh, yeah. That you that. are going
1: to experience yeah. that i Hands most on. certainly <laughs> plan to experience it i plan to you know work against that from happening i but i think that uh, the greed and and the the level of awareness is still uh, even even if you go to 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 india now and you could see in in the internet uh, there is a, a a webpage that it is the um, uh, air Quality City Index Okay You know And you could see there That New Delhi is Probably the, the worst uh, Polluted city in the world In the world In the world uh, The levels are uh, You know Labeled as Harmful And hazardous So why did you go to I didn't know <laughs> I, I really didn't know I went there Because I wanted to go With this group For a meditation uh, Retreat uh, Retreat but I found
0: out that this was almost unleavable. conditions. And, and you didn't know until you, you landed foot yeah. into, into that, that environment. Yeah. And what, how about your role in El Comercio? And, and did you guys uh, push uh, sustainable practices? What, could you, oh, yeah, ex- yeah. Could you explain One of the things some, that some
1: we, we actually did was we used to distribute the newspapers on a plastic bag. You know, In a plastic and we, bag. And yeah, and we, and we distribute and more than one million este, newspapers a day. A day. A day. In Lima or throughout Peru? Uh, throughout Peru. Throughout Peru. So the, one of the things that we did is on all the, the newspapers that had a uh, plastic bag, not all of them had one. We decided to go to paper. Paper. So uh, recycled paper, and we use the recycled paper to do a bag, and to use that bag to to distribute the news. And
0: how do you promote the consumers that are reading these newspapers on a daily basis to potentially recycle or uh, as another sustainable practice? Is there? Was it in terms like marketing or what? What was there? Yeah. What What we have done is. team up
1: with companies that want to raise the level of awareness about the need to recycle. There are uh, the famous five R's of the Earth Day Network, okay. which are to reject. So when you go to a place like a restaurant and they are going to offer you you know, a
0: milkshake or a drink, reject the straw before they put it on the actual drink. And you there's know? there's many many corporations that are getting rid of rid of straws and, and finding oh, those. Oh yeah. and
1: many restaurants have moved from plastic straws to paper, bamboo, uh, you know, or even uh, compostable uh, plastic. No, so it is rejection, you know. Which means reduction. So you can reduce, if you're aware, instead of if you go to a club and you sweat on the gym and then you put, you ask for a bag to put your dirty clothes, instead of doing that, reduce and say, okay, I have, for example, uh, um, bags that I use to go shopping on the, on the supermarket. Yeah. Not only the bag to put all the groceries at the end of the shopping, you know, but also to even put my fruits and put my vegetables, I use a special bags that I, that I use. Uh, these are bags that are specifically
0: for supermarket groceries. And do you think that major supermarkets are trying to make the transition of eliminating uh, I know. plastic bags? I have personally talked with uh, at least one of the
1: GMs of the big supermarkets here, the leading ones, and they are embarked and committed to reduce, they have moved from plastic bags to compostable, they are promoting, you know, these uh, reusable bags, uh, and they are also, I would say, too slowly working with, uh, with the providers and the suppliers to reduce the amount of, of uh, plastic packaging in the, in the, in the, in, in the, in the shelves. And that is uh, super important. But, would, but you could see also the the new up and coming, uh, let's say, natural stores that have organic and uh, and that they do promote only paper, recycled paper, or even a uh, compostable plastic or
0: or or reusable bags. And what know? what is worse for the environment in terms of a number perspective? The the plastic on the shelves or the, the plastic bags? What, what would you say is the, the, um, the best? Well, I, I, I couldn't be categoric okay. on the subject because
1: both are harmful depending on the level of um, processes for recycling. The problem is that bags, plastic bags, are difficult to recycle. They are not uh, the, you know, it's, it's not easy to recycle a plastic bag. Uh, you could do more plastic bags of, of uh, recycling, but there is more rejection level from recycled plastic bags because you don't want to put your fruit and your vegetables on a recycled bag. No. Plastic bag. No. But you could, but you could buy, for example, a, a, a bottle of water, and you won't notice that a, that bottle is 100% from recycled plastic, from an old water bottle, Absolutely. You and you never won't know. notice. Never know. So I would probably say that with a proper uh, processes and systems, uh, plastic bags could be more more damaging. More damaging. And also to the when they arrive to the to the to the ocean, which they arrive by billions, billions and billions. We're talking billions uh they become microplastic they are eaten by the fish and the uh, you know sea
0: uh, species and and that is super harmful for very it. detrimental for very every very aspect of society yeah. Yeah. and lastly i want to i want to touch on your your current role as uh, your how long have have you been in... no
1: i just got uh, in this monday
0: this, this monday so i have so, 5 days in so can we kind of talk about some of the environmental or sustainable practices that you plan on implementing uh, with this uh, company, Yanbal which is... Yeah, the, the,
1: the company has been already working on its footprint. So it's not something I am going to continue and probably strengthen the plans. So the carbon footprint has been reduced. The hydro or water footprint has been already reduced. Uh, they are looking, you know, to... Uh, packaging, that it is more eco-friendly, and also, you know, ideas like uh, uh, refillings, you know, more, so there are uh, several um, initiatives. Uh, regarding being a more eco-friendly company. But it is not that I have uh, promoted them in these five days that I have in the company. The company has come... (laughs) But you're going to carry on the tradition. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to strengthen, for sure, the the efforts of the company to... Because I think it is... There is, um, I would say, an ecologic bonus for the companies that actually position themselves and actually are at the forefront of of reducing and solving some of the earth's big problems and there will be i would say a a toll you know for those who don't move in that way in that direction because at some point in time the consumers are going to start the, in the start long run punishing <laughs> the the companies that have not
0: acted accordingly with the best interest of the planet And with that awesome message, we're going to sign off. Thank you for listening to this episode of Behind Closed Doors with Jaime Graña, the current VP at Yanbal, five days in. If you enjoyed this and feel inspired, please share this with your friends, family, and colleagues. And just like music requests, if you have any role models or people you look up to, send their names to my email at bcdpodcasts at yahoo.com and I will attempt to record an episode with them. Stay tuned for the the next episode. This is Dylan Carroll.
1: Thank you, Dylan. And you know, if your, uh, you know, listeners, uh, want to reach out, they can find me at Jimmy Joe one. That's my, my hashtag or name in, in Instagram. And I promote a lot of, uh, you know, consciousness and, uh, environment action
0: from, from my, from my Instagram. So, and thank you for, for joining in on this no, podcast. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate it.